Hello, everybody, and welcome to our show. I'm Cyrus, and I'm looking forward to drinking some wine with you this evening. And I'm Brittany, and fall is coming. It's everybody. falling. <laughs> everybody run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so today, we're going to be reviewing two wines from New Zealand. So I'm pretty excited about this. I love me some New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, and that's what I got. I'm pumped. <laughs> Well, uh, as usual, I brought a white. And I brought a red. Intro. So, Brittany, what do you have for us this week? So, for this week, I brought Pinot Noir. It's a 2017 Pinot Noir from Marlborough. Did I say that correctly? Uh, and it's from the Southern Island. And it comes out at 13% alcohol. The wine producer is called Ant Moore Wines. So that's pretty interesting. And going in to buy this type of wine, there were like, what, three red wines available for this region? And all were Pinot Noir. Yeah. And that confirms our research. We found that Pinot Noir is the most famous red wine from New Zealand these days. So Exactly. And it's, it's pretty cool. I saw a few bottles, but this label intrigued me a bit more just because of how colorful it is it has a bunch of different colored leaves purples reds greens and some sort of like it looks like vines and grapes in there too so yeah check it out it's on the screen now for you video people and for you podcast people get with it it's on youtube yeah (laughs) you have internet (laughs) anyway (laughs) so uh Brittany, why don't we get in and Put this in our glasses. Can do. So pouring out of the bottle, it looks quite thin. It doesn't look like a thick red wine, but it still has that brownie reddish tinge to it. Yeah. So when you first poured it out, I was definitely like, wow, that is definitely got some brown in there. Let's give it a smell. Let's do it. This smells quite sweet. It smells almost like baked pear with sugar on it. Yeah, it's got some sweetness, but it's also maybe clearly s- fermented. Maybe strawberry? Maybe that's it. Yeah, like strawberries and cream kind of deal. There's like a, yeah, a, a fermented quality, like a stewed quality. But um, but I get that strawberry sweetness, the fruity sweetness on the, on the front. Yes, it smells more sweet than I expected. We don't tend to get Pinot Noirs. So this is kind of a scope that we're not super used to, but... I'm interested to see if this is going to taste sweet. Honestly, I like that it smells different than most Pinot Noir that we get. Um, Just because you get that, there's like a generic wine smell. This is not that at all. It's very unique. It's very different and it excites me. Well, let's get in here. Awesome. Well, it doesn't taste as it smells. It's quite bitter. Yeah, I really, really like this. Um, This is immediately shooting up my rankings. It comes in with a sweetness right at the front of the palate, first thing that touches your tongue. But then the acidity kicks in, and I would, you know, this is one of those wines that I think if I were tasting blind, I would struggle to identify the color of this. Like, it could be a white wine. The only thing that gives it away, yeah, is that herbal bitter finish, which is really, really, 
you know, it's kind of a characteristic Pinot Noir thing. But it's very cool. It is very interesting. It does have that subtle fruity sweetness to it, almost like residual sugar. But right when that goes away, then comes the super bitter, twiggy, earthy, um, but not super like whole bodied at all. It's it's still a pretty thin wine from what I'm getting. But it has that huge stick bitterness to it which makes it very unique so it's very interesting it might be a little too bitter for my taste but yeah so we had earlier this season we had a wine i think it was it was a pinot noir in in either the uh austria episode one of the early ones that was a pinot noir that this kind of is along the same lines of but this one has a lot more acidity uh, and I think it's quite good. Yeah. With the bitterness, I would say it's, it's a lot of bitterness for me, but that being said, I also think it's an enjoyable wine for sure. It, it's definitely unique and I really love how the smell and the taste are so different and that it's not that, you know, sweetness that I got from the smell. So I would say this is a pretty good one for the most part on my list. I don't think I'd put it as high as you would. So, Brittany, what should our listeners know about New Zealand wine? Yes. So as you notice, I did bring a Pinot Noir this week. Uh, and that means that New Zealand is actually really famous for its Pinot Noir. And it's also famous for its Sauvignon Blanc as well. And that is what Cyrus brought, which we'll explore later. But these two grape varieties are actually relatively new in terms of how popular it is in New Zealand because it actually used to be super popular for its Chardonnay and Merlot, but that's changed with the times. Merlot and Chardonnay were actually really popular in the 90s, but more recently, it's become more about the Sauvignon Blanc and the Pinot Noir. Yeah, we've I've only ever, you know, in my lifetime, it's always been Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. That's what you hear about, but... Um, and clearly that's all we could find in the store, but right. And actually they make way more white wine than red wine, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so along with all these changes that New Zealand is making, they are actually really high in terms of their sustainability in vineyards. So their vineyards, like 98% of them in New Zealand are sustainable, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's such a high number. It's a huge thing. Yeah, I think they're pretty cutting edge in terms of all of their uh, kind of sustainability and like organic growing. And um, I think New Zealand, the country in general, is up on that, but especially their wine culture. So that's really cool. So Cyrus, tell us about what your impression of this wine is. Overall, uh, quite good. I like the balance. I like the acidity. I like that it has an herbal bitter finish. Ticks all the boxes for me. Awesome. Yeah. I think that it's really great. I love that it's super different, something that you don't expect. And that's always in my ballpark. So I would place this pretty good on my list, but probably not the best, but overall wonderful. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to take a short break and when we get back, we will check out my wine. Woohoo. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back. So 
I brought a Sauvignon Blanc. Brittany, you want to grab that for me? Yes. So this is a 2021 Sauvignon Blanc from Martinborough, not Marlboro, in on the Northern Island, but it's like right on the southern end of the Northern Island. And it's called Craggy Range Wineries Sauvignon Blanc. So, um, yeah, pretty excited for this one. There were some um, more famous uh, Sauvignon Blancs there, but they were a lot more expensive. This one was right at our $20 price range. So, um, I'm excited. Let's get it open. Awesome. All right. So, in the glass, it looks really, really clear. It's almost as if you got water out of the sink that had... A filter that's going bad. Uh. <laughs> I hate to put that in your brain. I was going to go the other direction, which is it's like looks like lemon water. Oh, that's a better way to put it. <laughs> yeah, it's like somebody left the lemons in the pitcher too long at Olive Garden. So it's like a very light lemonade. Yeah, it is very, very light. There are some small, small bubbles. I think probably just kept under pressure. Well, uh, let's get in and smell this. Awesome. Well, that's a super floral nose for Sauvignon Blanc. Very floral. And I would say I'm getting sort of tropical fruits, almost a combination of pineapple pear. Yeah, and like um, papaya. Uh, yeah, very white flowers. interesting island fruits and a bunch of white flowers. Like neroli, orange blossom. It's This smells amazing. And delicious. <laughs> yeah, all of those things. It's mouth-watering. Well, I'm going to get in and taste this. Okay. Well, that is a warm climate wine for sure. That is beauty in a glass. <laughs> I really like this. It feels very whole in the mouth. It's very tropical. It smells similar to how it tastes, I would say. So it's very predictable in that point, but... Otherwise, I think that it's very light. It's very well balanced. It's super, super tasty. I'm surprised that you like it that much because it's kind of sh- sweet. A little bit. I'm surprised too. I don't know. Maybe I'm in a mood. But it is still somewhat floral and fruity and it is sort of sweet. It's so tropical, like you mentioned, pineapple, mango, papaya, like all of those kinds of fruit flavors is super cool it's a little warm going down i think this is only 12 or 12.8 12.8 okay so it's a little up there for a white but um i think it's so easy to drink it feels yeah it feels warm going down but it's good it's really good very very good i um it's been a while since i've had a sauvignon blanc that had that much flavor like we we did that whole a flight of Sauvignon Blancs. I know. None were like close to this. Nothing. So this is quite good. I'm very happy with this. So as Brittany mentioned in the top section, New Zealand is pretty cutting edge for uh, their sustainability and organic wine. They have like something like 10% of their wineries are organic, which is a pretty high percentage. Which I was surprised, but... Yeah, that's a pretty high percentage worldwide. So it's pretty amazing. And they, um, they, it's kind of a location thing too. They're, you know, New Zealand isn't that big. There's no location that's more than 81 miles from the sea. So they have a lot of humidity all throughout the islands because of the tropical kind of climate that they're in, the maritime climate, as it were. And um, 
that means that like there's a lot of with that humidity comes a lot of like mold and pests and that kind of thing and so um they're also cutting edge with finding natural solutions to those kinds of um environmental problems and you know keeping their organic reputation so it's pretty i don't know pretty cool i'd say that they're taking their natural habitat and um making the best of it and you know pushing forward our knowledge on how to deal with these kinds of things pretty cool yeah and to think about it you know i don't see that many bottles that do say organic on it like i've maybe tried one that said organic on it yeah maybe we should uh maybe we should seek out a couple more and um, expand our horizons there. See what it's all about. Support our organic farmers. Something I did forget to mention earlier is that, you know, due to New Zealand being on a certain point of the earth, they are actually the ones that get the sun first than any other place on the earth. They get to drink wine first each day. Exactly. (laughs) So lucky them. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I definitely have New Zealand as a bucket list location to travel to. That would be really fun. All right. Well, um, Brittany, what do you think about this wine here? Very happy with it. (laughs) It's almost like it's making me feel like a grown-up kid. You know what I mean? So it tastes like delicious alcoholic juice, uh, but more refined. So it's actually really good and high up on my list for our whites for this season so i'm really pleased with it in general yeah this is the kind of wine that changes your opinion on a particular grape like this is a such a cool sauvignon blanc and if you had only ever had sauvignon blanc like we had in that uh flight then you would not you would be disappointed potentially but this like is a game changer so definitely high up there for me props to the winemakers awesome well, uh, I think that wraps it up for New Zealand. Any last thoughts here before we sign off? I guess we're going to look at plane tickets. Yeah, I guess so. Well, uh, Brittany, as usual, it's been fun drinking wine with you. I hope to do it again. And I with you, Cyrus. All righty. Bye now. Bye.